When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The transfer portal continues to be a crazy mistress. It continues to forever change and always shock us. And we're always wrong when it comes to some of this transfer portal stuff. So we're here to talk about the transfer portal news that has happened uh, over the past couple of days. And some that has left us, especially me, incredibly shocked at decisions being made. Um, Just one, really. Another one kind of we could see coming forth and the other one I'm just going to make a case for where this person needs to transfer to what school they need to transfer to so welcome into the coach Steve show uh, make sure you hit the like button subscribe button on the YouTube channel following right on Apple and iTunes leave a five-star review that'd be greatly appreciated and make sure you follow on Twitter at coach underscore Steve 72 and the coach Steve show on Twitter as well Check out all the videos, leave a comment in the comment section down below, all that good stuff. So let's dive into today's episode. The biggest shocker of the entire time is when quarterback from Notre Dame, Tyler Buckner, now it's not a shock, he entered the transfer portal. Um, He entered the transfer portal after the spring game because it just looked like he was not going to be making the starting position that he thought he was going to be able to be there. He tried to stay there and compete at Notre Dame, but it just wasn't going to work out. He could tell see the writing on the wall um, while he was at Notre Dame during the spring game. But when he entered the transfer, but then he entered the transfer portal. Now, when you enter the transfer portal, there's essentially a no, do not disturb, do not contact because you already kind of know where you're going to visit, where you're going to go. Well, he went to Alabama. He had a visit with Alabama. Now, he went to Alabama because his former offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, is now the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Now, a lot of people did not expect what was about to transpire to come to this. I was one of the people that said, this does not mean he's going to go to Alabama because Alabama is having a quarterback battle of their own with Ty Simpson and Jay and Monroe. They were having their quarterback battle. If you watched the spring game, you could tell there was really no clear runner. I I am on record to say that if they were going to start somebody, it would be Monroe because he has more starting. Um, He has more starting time. He's the more athletic quarterback with what they may try to do on offense. He he could bring that type of Justin Fields-esque like he brought to the Bears where 
In college, it's a little different. If he can make some big-time runs, they can hand the ball off to their great running back, this big room of running backs that they have at Alabama, and the wide receiver group that they have at Alabama, that's all he needs to do. Make short throws, get the playmakers the ball, get out of the way, run the ball. Once in a while, run a zone read and take off, a power read, and he can take off. And well knowing that you have a quarterback behind him, that if, God forbid, an injury happens, that you have a guy to come in and be able to throw the ball. I retweeted this, and I said, this does not mean he's going to Alabama. I just didn't see it because you have a quarterback battle going on there. I don't see Tyler Buchanan as a guy that's going to come in. But then he posted that he has now transferred and committed to Alabama. So this means a couple things. One, that quarterback battle is not going as well as they thought. Two, maybe because Tommy Reese went to bat to Nick Saban for him and said, this is a guy that I could bring in that understands my offense because he was around it the year before, even though lack of playing time. We're in that position no matter what with lack of playing time. Bring a guy in that understands the play calling, that understands how I want to call the game, and as a guy that can handle the game, handing the ball off, just do the things that we need to do. So there was something there that caught Nick Saban's eye that pushed this over the edge. I am incredibly shocked that this happened. Does this mean that Alabama is in a bad spot? I don't think so. And the reason why I say this is because Alabama, for the past couple of years, they, they've had a guy that could throw the ball three or 400 yards a game. And that's kind of what they needed to win games. But if you actually sat there and watched the spring game, the receivers they have are going to get open, not necessarily deep, not necessarily these big-time just go routes or all these white crosses they used to do when Smith was the wide receiver there. Alabama's going to be that team that they were a couple years ago or a few years ago. You just need a guy to not make mistakes. You need a quarterback that's not going to go in and throw interceptions. You need a quarterback that can get the ball where it needs to be in a short passing game. You need a guy just to churn and hand the ball off. Just churn and hand the ball off. Get them in the right spots. Be smart and make good decisions. Alabama's going to rely on running the football a lot this year. I, I, I think that's where they're going. And I think Nick Saban knew that ahead of time, and that's why he was able to lure Tommy Reese. Because even though Tommy Reese is going to call Nick Saban's system offense, I think he understood Let's bring a guy in that understands how to make play calls to run the football, play action it. Not quite go under center, but I think that's this is showing why Tommy Reese was hired because that was another question. Why is Tommy Reese hired as the offensive coordinator? What has he necessarily proven? I mean, he's called some good games for Notre Dame, but Notre Dame recruits different. They get more tight ends. They get more under center. They do a lot more dive plays. This is, I think, showing why Tommy Reese is hired as an offensive coordinator, bringing in this quarterback to try to push Monroe and Simpson. I think just make it more competitive there. And so I don't think Alabama's in a weak spot. I'm not saying they're going to win at all. I'm not saying they're going to lose five games either. People think they're going to, people think Alabama's about to go seven and five. That's what they think. And to, to those people, I would say go watch that spring game again. 
because on defense, they have a great secondary. They have really good receivers. They have really good running backs. And they have better linemen, I think, this year than last year. And so if you could just get a quarterback in there to not make mistakes and not overdo it, and you don't need them to throw three or 400 yards a game to win games, I think that's what you're going to need this year. And if that quarterback, whoever it is, gets some confidence that they're going to do well. But this is a weird position we've never seen. We've never seen, for the past couple of years, Alabama be this quite underdog. We've never seen Alabama look, quote-unquote, vulnerable in this spot because they've always had a quarterback to rely on. They've always had something. I still think they're going to do well this year. Obviously, I have an Alabama thing behind me. I'm a big Nick Saban fan. But I do think that we're not going to quite see the same type of offense we've come accustomed to seeing right off the bat until the quarterback situation gets comfortable. But I think bringing this guy in is just telling the other quarterbacks, hey, hey, we're serious. Like We need to win now. The spring game didn't do enough. You guys are still here. You didn't enter the transfer portal. Guess what? You need to work hard. You need to get better. And we're serious. We're going to bring a guy in that understands our offensive coordinator. And so if you don't get your act together, you're not going to be here long. You're not going to play long. So I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing, but it's it's quite something to keep an eye on. When we already had a quarterback battle, now you're bringing another guy in. And Tyler Buchanan is not going to leave a place where he's a backup, go somewhere, and be a backup. So something was said to him or talked about where he has an opportunity because maybe they haven't named a starter. Maybe they told him that saying, hey, we don't have a starter yet. So you have the opportunity to come in. Maybe at Notre Dame he was told, hey, you're not going to start, and that's why he left. But it is the, the, the most shocking part is how quickly this happened and that it was Alabama. It wasn't that he went to Alabama, went somewhere else. Because I think there's other schools he could have went to and maybe started right away. Auburn needs a quarterback. He could have looked at Florida. He could have went to other places that would make more sense to have a starting quarterback. But so something was said between, you know, Tommy Reese or Nick Saban to him that he could really become the starter. So we need to watch what's happening in Alabama throughout the summer and as we get to fall camp. What's really going on here and who the starting quarterback is going to be and keep and keep on the lookout to see if somebody enters transfer portal as this wraps up. But I doubt anybody leaves now, but I'll be very interested to see what happens from here on out with that situation at Alabama. Another quarterback that went to the transfer portal that if you watch the spring game and read any reports are not incredibly shocked about, um, but he's a guy that didn't even play in the spring game. Uh, Casey Thompson answered the transfer portal once again. He started off at Texas, answers the transfer portal, ends up at Nebraska, plays 10 games last year. Um, he had 2,407 passing yards and 17 touchdowns and seven interceptions in 2022. He transferred in from Texas, um, had to go surgery. So he did not, he was very limited in spring, did not play in the spring game. Um, Jeff Sims, the transfer from Georgia Tech, who started all 23 games for Georgia Tech. Apparently, with this enter the transfer portal move, he will become the next starting quarterback for the Nebraska Cornhuskers under new head coach Matt Rule. 
Now listen to this. This is crazy. I'm not going to get too much into this, but with this transfer portal stuff, this graduate player thing, Thompson got his master's degree from Nebraska. He's going to be playing his sixth college football season, which is absolutely crazy. He's had a lot of injuries. He had a dislocated and torn thumb while playing for Texas. Started 10 games for Texas. Um, ended with 2,422 passing yards and 30 touchdowns before he went to Nebraska. Um, he was ESPN's top 300 in the 2017 class. So he enters the transfer portal where Jeff Sims looks like he's going to become the next starting quarterback for Nebraska. It's a guy that didn't get any playing time in that spring game. And if you watch, I said that. I said that we could have another quarterback battle going on at Nebraska. A landing spot for Casey Thompson is quite interesting because – with his injury-prone status, with everything that's going on there, what team is going to make – if he's not going to be a backup at Nebraska, same thing with Todd Buchanan. We know we could sit here and say he's not going to go somewhere that's going to be a backup. Well, we've been proven wrong before. And so landing spots for him could be in Auburn. It could be looking at a Florida. Could he go and look and say, hey, you know, Texas A&M, how is the uh, um, quarterback battle going on there? You know, there, there's going to be different places that he can go and look to um, in this transfer portal, but it's just amazing that he's going to be on his third team, you know, in a couple of years, and it's going to be a six, um, spot there playing for different teams as he answered this transfer portal. Um, a couple rumors for him to end up with Oklahoma state could be another one with their quarterback situations. He could look to go there. Um, that'd be an interesting spot to go back, um, into the big 12, um, Florida is definitely another spot. Um, I, I, you know, that was reported as well. Like I said, Florida could be a landing spot. And, uh, so, you know, Auburn, Oklahoma state, Florida, those are guys that are looking. And especially if you're a team that's looking to try to bounce back and win and develop younger guys to bring an older guy like Casey Thompson, that's saying you're, he's going to win your championship. Not saying he's going to do those things, but he's a guy that could come in because of the landscape of college sports. The older rosters now are the way to go, is the way we're leaning towards. And so it'll be very interesting which team's going to say, we'll take a chance on this guy. And I think any of those three spots that he lands, it'd be a spot where he's not going to be promised a starting spot, but told that the opportunity is going to be much better there to start than it was for him at Nebraska. So as he enters the transfer portal, we'll see where he lands up. Will he go to the SEC, or is he going to head back to the Big 12? To wrap up the show, we're going to talk about another transfer guy, A.J. Henning, the wide receiver and special teams returner for Michigan, has entered the transfer portal. He is an Illinois native. So here's my case to A.J. Henning to come home to the University of Illinois. Number one, Illinois tried to get him. They recruited him. He's from Illinois. He's from the suburbs. So they have that relationship. And we've seen for college basketball, for Coach Underwood, when you've tried to recruit a guy before and they enter the transfer portal, try to get them back. Um, I think he should talk to Illinois. There is a chance that he could come back to Illinois. Um, He was ranked top 150 recruit in the class of 2020. Um, Illinois, there was a rumor that led his recruiting during that time. His grandfather played basketball for the Fighting Illini from 1979 to 1984, um, and his sister attended the University of Illinois. 
as well. So there's there's a chance that he could come there. He decided to go to Ann Arbor. He did not play as much as a wide receiver, but he was a special teams return guy. Um, the self to be for him would be he's gotten to see what Coach Bielma and them have done in his time there. He's played against them, so he's seen it. Isaiah Williams is projected to be one of the best slot. He's going to have a breakout year. He's going to be one of the best slot receivers in the Big Ten this year. So he's seen what kind of offense can do for him if he decided to go there. And just seeing what's being built there, the turnaround that's happening there, some of the recruits are going there, some other Illinois football players that grew up and played high school Illinois football have decided to return when Coach Bielma took over. Um, um, in three years, Henning has only got 25 catches for 198 yards. Um, he projects as a slot receiver in his next destination, hopes he can make a jump to the NFL. So I think that the problem that's going to be held up here is, you know, Illinois has a couple slot receivers, but I think we look at this too technically sometimes. He can see a slot receiver. Cool. You can have Isaiah Williams and him on each side of each other. You could put Isaiah Williams on the outside, A.J. Henning on the outside as well, and you could still use him in the special teams. Now, he's not going to transfer somewhere and just be a special teams guy because that's why he's leaving. If he was like, okay, I'm going to accept being the special teams returner, he would have probably just stayed maybe at Ann Arbor. Now, we could look at this from a Devin Hester perspective, and Illinois could sell that to him and say, Look what we're doing for Isaiah Williams. Yes, you're still going to return punts or kickoffs. So does Isaiah Williams. We can move you around. You can be a slot receiver. We can put you in the backfield. We can put you in a wing spot. And you're not going to block. You're just you're going to run routes. We can even put you on the outside. And I think the way and unique of Coach Lonnie Jr. calling the plays, Coach Bielma willing to adapt and do these things, and just the sell for him to come home, and another guy that can come in, make catches, and help our quarterback out, our new quarterback out, and just add another dynamic player to that wide receiver room. Because that's the part right now, Illinois, I think I struggled with the last couple of years, even though some are starting to emerge, is the wide receiver room. And those guys in this dynamic playmaker, well, now you're going to have guys that have stepped up and gotten better. But then you add an A.J. Henning there, that receiver room will now take the next step forward. You have another dynamic playmaker. And so I think that he needs to go to Illinois. I think that would be a good landing spot. You're still in the Big Ten, so you know the teams. You know the defenses. You're not going to go somewhere else and try to adapt and figure out what they do. No, you will completely know what they're doing. You're home to Illinois, where you grew up, where you have family ties to. And so I think he will. I think that Illinois will be talking to him. I think there is a sell for him to come home. I think he could fit in the offense as an outside receiver, as well as a slot receiver. I don't think you need to just glue it to a one spot. And I think he can do both, be the wide receiver and a special teams guy. Do that for Illinois. And I think that could help get that offense really dynamic, give another guy there to make plays, and bring that older experience. Because this isn't like a first-year guy. He was in Ann Arbor since 2020. So you're bringing in age experience, playing in big-time games, being around the playoff. So bringing that leadership into the locker room, I think, would be incredible for the University of Illinois. So A.J. Henning, 
please come home. Please come back to Illinois. Help this Illinois program get back on track and be a part of what Coach Bielman's staff are trying to build there. I think that would be a perfect match. Um, thanks for watching and or listening. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a five-star review on Apple and iTunes and a review. Um, follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter and the Coach Steve Show on Twitter. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the other videos. Um, check out all the affiliates. Check out everything else. Um, thank you guys again for watching and for listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.